the Serious Talk Podcast, your source for all things archery. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Serious Talk Podcast brought to you by Serious Archery Products and Toughhead Broadheads. I'm your host, Connor Akers. And this is a little bit of an unexpected podcast. We didn't know we'd be doing two here in Saskatchewan, but here we are. We've got two deer on the ground, so we figured we'd do two podcasts. Last time you heard from us, we were getting ready to go out for our final set of the evening, and Seth um, Seth needed to fill his tag, and it happened. So, Seth, why don't you take it away and kind of tell us a little bit about it. It happened. <clears throat> I didn't think it was going to happen. It was, uh, it was getting down to the wire, and... Um, Man, we were seeing deer every set. Every set was um, very productive. Just couldn't get either what we were looking for in uh, or we'd run out of light. So we've been here. So preface it with we're here at Record Horn. And um, Lewis, he's on the podcast here with us too. He's been, uh, he's been our guide. He's been nothing but amazing. And uh, he's put us on great deer, and uh, it kind of came together tonight, and kind of the witching hour for sure. And we um, have been in a stand. We got out early today. I don't know. It was yeah, earliest. We, we sat the latest this morning and got out the earliest, <laughs> just trying to hope maybe something cruising by would would um, maybe if it was in an off time we would still catch it. And um, as it is, it came down to probably the last 30 minutes of light or so, maybe 45 minutes of light, and uh, came in, and uh, but we were surrounded by deer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we were covered up in deer. Just, um, we had a lot of probably, what, I guess probably one one half-year-old. Yeah, a lot of young deer. Yeah. A lot of young deer. A lot of does. A lot of does, too, which typically poses a problem. But And they have been jumpy because we've had... I don't know how many coyotes do we. I mean, oh, we've heard. Lewis, like, you, you said you were listening to them. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot, right? There had to be like a dozen out there on the next farm, right on the next farm over. Yeah, when they laid up, man, you can just watch the deer. They just get super, super jumpy, and I mean, they're already a little bit skittish to begin with going into this week, but uh, it's just an ongoing issue. Coyote, coyote numbers up here are huge. It's uh, predator control is a real thing. Now, is that next next ranch over just out the back that way? Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's just to the west of I us. heard a cow screaming bloody murder when I was grilling out there tonight. Oh, they, they might be over here there chewing on her back legs. They, they when... may be. So, um, but yeah, so between between that and just some, some crazy weather, it was, of course, we got smoke. Today we did get smoke today, and smoke today. all week we've been talking about man. There's no smoke up here. No I know. Smoke. And I know. Then today it's today like totally smoke different. rolled in. Um, it would go from over overcast, or maybe even been smoke. Um, <clears throat> and then when the sun would break through, the wind would really kick up, you know. And the, we had some swirling wind, just uh, unsteady air mass while we've been up here. And if if somebody's going to drag bad weather. Throughout the world, it's, it's going to be me and you. Yeah. And uh, everywhere we go, everywhere. But uh, no, it's it. Um, he came in and uh, gave us time to size him up, and you know we knew it was a good deer coming in, but uh, wanted to make sure he was a he was a shooter. And then 
Man, he would not present a shot. No, he's all over the place. But everywhere except broadside or quarter of the oh, way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he'd, he'd move a little bit. We'd be like, here it is, here it is. Nope. Nope. It's faced directly away from us. Facing directly to us. Yeah. You know, I just... Um, so we played that cat and mouse game for a while. You didn't go for the frontal, eh? Uh, not from that <laughs> angle. It was, if it wouldn't have been such a steep angle, yeah. I was oh, going to yeah. tell you to take yeah, it. Yeah, I would have taken it if it Because at one point, he was like 15 angle. yards away yeah. on a yeah. frontal, but it, you're shooting pretty much straight down at that point. Yeah. It's just, just, you're not, it's not worth the... No. Worth the risk. No. I do want to take that shot someday from a ground ball, oh, though. me too, so bad. Yeah. Run it from front to back. Yep. Um, and then we... You know, made a good shot, um, decided, so, you know, you and I like taking that um, top of the heart mm-hmm. shot, but I'd had some um, issues when we got up here with it's just some string stretch from just so much shooting. I mean, you're due I, for a new string. Oh, yeah, it's 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 here. I just couldn't get it on before we left. Oh, nice. I brought it just in case. This oh, one, you brought the string? Yeah, I brought it with me oh, just okay. in case we had any problems. Um, but... Uh, I think of just having a little bit of string stretch issue, but we I probably shot for three hours one day when we were in between sets. Yeah, me and Lewis came inside. We were tired of watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I was having fun. I'll give you that. this, though. You, you guys can shoot. It's uh, not often that I have guys out here that I have a lot of confidence in their abilities. And when you're, I mean, that video we took, or I took it, you guys uh, doubled up on that 70-yard shot. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> that, it was, that was fun. That was cool. Yeah, yeah and... and um, so when you're out of town and you don't have anything else to do instead of sitting around drinking beer, get your bow out. That's the only way you're going to get better. Or both. You're not going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> you might think you are. <laughs> but um, but no, so I just decided the safest shot was just a straight double long. You know, if you're <clears throat> a little bit. A little bit back, you're still going to get long. If you're a little bit forward, you're going to get top of the heart. But just took that shot, and uh, it went where I wanted to. And I'm probably, what, about 100, 100 yards or so? Yeah, 100, 125, yards. something like that. Not far. No. Dead pretty quick. Yeah. You Bl- found the deer good. for me again. Yeah. Once again, I found Seth's animal yeah, for him. he did. It was really good. I'm super impressed with those broadheads that, you know, especially on Connor's shot, it just blew right through there. And that, that was a thick deer. Like, yeah, it was a big deer. I I don't know if he wasn't 300 pounds I think he was probably over 300 pounds and I just sliced through him like butter oh, and like yeah. through scapulas and everything like that was yeah that awesome. was the wide too we should add that was it was a I mean we say you can shoot them as far as you want and you can but that was a 43 yard shot with the wide and it flew beautiful you said it was 43 when you ranged it but he took about two or three steps back good so. point it was it was probably like 45 45 I would say yeah and uh Yours was the, much closer. The flight on it, when you look at the video, how, how does that flight look? I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Best shot of my life, and Seth misses it. Uh, You're not going to live that one down, bud. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to be a little salty about that one for I know. a while. I, and you, you should. But uh, the arrow flight on this one, this was the first time I've used a three-blade outside of, I think, for pigs. Yeah. So I wasn't exactly sure. Like, I'm a single bevel guy, mm. but we need to switch it up because they, they do a great job. I mean, yeah. again, we're, I we're was on the We're both bad of getting in a habit of shooting the same setup for everything. I know. Really, we should switch it up more than we do just for... Because you know, they all shoot great, you know, do. so it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. Um, it's all in how you set it up. And <clears throat> so the 
Uh, I used a three blade, the 125, and that is just a nasty, nasty little head. It was a great blood trail. It was a good blood trail. Well, you again found that. Seth couldn't find it once again. I, not that I couldn't <laughs> find it. You get antsy, though. You, you just want to go where it went instead of antsy. looking for the blood. Right. You're more methodical. He was, and, uh, he was leaking for sure, though. He, was, mean, like, he was leaking. That, that, that first year, he didn't have time to, to bleed, really. I mean, he had a thick layer of fat on him. and Yeah. I, he sealed up pretty good, but like he, he went down quick and hard. Yeah. It was really cool, too, because you could see the S-cut yeah, you could. and the bleeders, top and bottom. So good on that. And then... Yours had a good triangle in it. Yeah, it did. did have a good triangle. And then when, uh, with yours in particular, you... You had to have taken out the Super Vena Cava. <clears throat> and the reason I say it is because um, he had no blood coming out of his nose. Yeah. Even so, when even when I skinned him out, that's like, until I got to the veins up around the the neck and everything, he, he hardly bled. It, yeah. It's so nice, like, for when you're trying to keep your capes <laughs> yeah, clean. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's true. It, and, when yeah. you, and when you go through and you slice off... Yeah, a main artery or, you know, the super vena cava, pulmonary artery, any of those. When you sh- when you slice those off and they have no pressure, there's nowhere for them to push anything out. It's just oh, yeah. going to leak inside. I, yeah. I, I guarantee if I would have punctured that uh, that cavity, man. It would have been everywhere. Oh, totally. absolutely. It would have come out of there in a hurry. You do a pretty cool. We do like the, the, gutless, the method. gutless method. You guys use that here. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I picked it up from the the past owner here, and I don't think I'll ever do anything else. It's uh, it's really great. And then when you get up to the point that you want to take the ribs and that, I mean, you got you got to get dirty. But for the rest of it, it's super nice. And then, like I was telling you on the elk and that, just cut that uh, third long rib and down the spine and peel it all back, and there's your tender tenderloins right there. It's you know you can, you can keep all the mess in one one place. Keeps the coyotes off your property too, and you don't have to gut animals out in the field. Yeah, absolutely. Then it gives you uh, gives you something good to bait bear with, <laughs> right? Yeah, endless bear bait, endless bear bait, or coyotes apparently. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was that was a night. It was it was good. We've got a really long day of travel tomorrow. I'm not looking forward to it. Let's not even talk about no, it now. <laughs> Leave at five thirty in the morning. Get home at. Midnight. Midnight. At least there's a time change. As soon as you guys leave, I'm going back to bed. I don't blame (laughs) you. (laughs) I wouldn't get up if I were you. Speaking of sleep, I took the best nap of my life today in the blind. Yeah. Today, Connor, this first off, these shooting houses at Record Horn are unreal. Nice. Some of the nicest places I've, I've ever been in. But Connor lays down on the floor and he goes, if I snore too much, just kick my shoe. So... The snoring started, but it wasn't really that bad. But there was a there was a doe that was probably fifteen to seventeen yards away, and every time he'd go <laughs> like that, she'd look up. And this went on for a while. So finally, I grabbed my arrow and I whacked the bottom of his foot. I thought he was telling me there was a big buck coming in. I was no. excited. You know, he just told me to shut up. Shut up. That was about a two and a half hour nap laying in the floor of that blonde, and it was phenomenal. I, I was super impressed though the other night when you were. You were sitting there and you were head down and dozing off. As soon as I said shooter, man, your eyes cracked open and you were right ready I'm to ready go. I'm ready to like, go. Yeah. I've trained myself, you yeah. know? No, I, we're going to have him check for narcolepsy. I don't know. <laughs> guy can fall asleep anywhere. We, we had, uh, when we were in Africa, we had one of the 
bumpiest, worst roads I've ever been on my life. And I turn back and look, and he's head down sleeping. <laughs> it was like well, five my in teeth the morning. Are, my teeth are coming out. I don't know how he's doing it. But. I'm not a morning person. No. <laughs> I'm just not. No. But the, uh, you know, we're, we're out early in the morning, and we really, looking back on it now, when we come back again someday, because this place is awesome, we are afternoon hunters. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Morning didn't really prove anything. If you, if you guys come back for an elk, man, the spot in stock is where it's at first thing in the morning. I'm not saying you got to be out there at the butt crack of dawn or prior to that like we have been, but yeah. like you get out there and you, you start working those elk, man. It's it's so much fun. Like I was telling you guys earlier, you get them in close, you get them out far. And I mean, half the fun of it is, you know, just trying to set up on them for sure no we've had a absolute blast i love this place i do too the lodge i just i love sitting here watching we would sit here and watch hunting shows when we would come back in and connor Serious like TV. connor likes to watch himself on tv <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i hope we get to come back and do it again so please um pass our thanks along to chris oh absolutely simple he's the, he's the owner here and um lewis Regan, right? Oh yeah, you nailed it. I knew it. Got it that time. He is uh he's been nothing but absolutely amazing. Professional at every turn, just this class operation. So I know Connor will have all this stuff in the show notes. Yeah. But you need to reach out if you're thinking about a big Saskatchewan whitetail. It's a place to do it. This is a place to do it. Absolutely. Place to do it. It's good hunting. A lot of deer. Absolutely. Yep. All right, boys. It's late. We just want to get on here and kind of tell you all that we, we did kill that second deer and we're pretty excited about it but now we got to go pack get in bed because we got an early day tomorrow and it's it'll be midnight before in bed well i'm i'm about half packed you've got stuff all over your cabin got stuff i'm going to bed i don't care you can, you can deal with it <laughs> but lewis thank you once thank again you. Oh, thanks for coming up it was a blast having you guys out here i uh can't wait till i get those arrows and broadheads man i'm yep you'll be ready to go that's yep, gonna jazz me up. right up you're ready to go i'm looking forward to seeing what you kill with it me oh too. absolutely yep all right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Seth, I think I really want to go hunt a muskox. Do you know how to book a hunt for muskox? Not at all. I know the guy that can do it. Who is it? Mike B. from lastminutehuntingandfishing.com. He has everything from muskox to wampus cats to anything legal on this planet to hunt. You want to find a good deal? That's the place to go.